Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another Mandalorian TV talk. That's right. Or should we say Imperial TV talk? What? That's right. We got uh, a lot of converts going on in this episode, as the title implies. You know, I, last week I talked about, you know, the kind of religious allegory that we've got going on with, you know, Bo-Katan kind of finding, you know, her faith, as it were, throughout this process, connecting with, or actually, like, literally putting her eyes on the Mythosaur and realizing that all the stories, much like Han Solo told the kids in The Force Awakens, are true. All of it. And so she is now having this kind of crisis of coming back to, you know, quote unquote, the faith or the way. And uh, yeah, what a great opportunity since she did just technically... <laughs> maybe maybe her, her mind wasn't in it, you know, maybe her heart wasn't in it, but technically she did just kind of get baptized in the waters of the minds of Mandalore. So yeah, she's she's a convert. She is now one of, uh, you know, kind of the, the Mandalorians are at least welcomed into this group for as long as this occurs. Now, my guess is it probably won't be forever. I have a feeling that mask is coming off at some point. I'm just, just, just guessing. Don't get me wrong. She looks awesome with it on, but I'm just, I just, I have a guess it's coming off at some point. But as I mentioned, this episode really had much less to do with the Mandalorians and way more to do with the Empire. Now, I believe I've been saying this for a while, but Dave Filoni is going to do what Dave Filoni does, and he is going to take the things that we may not like about Star Wars, and he is going to make some epic Star Wars out of it. And I think that is exactly what we are seeing with this narrative of what's going on with the Empire, and specifically with Dr. Glasses. Okay, I can't remember his name or the communications officer, but I know she's awesome. And wasn't she just, she was just in a movie. Ant-Man? Was she just in Ant-Man? Anyways, she's awesome. And we've got this kind of, you know, relationship between these two. They see each other. They recognize each other from their previous life. And, you know, you can kind of tell from the jump that something seems to be off. You know, we get a really an insight into the world of the New Republic, and it's very fascinating, right? Like, for one thing, we see the citizens of the New Republic. For them, they didn't fight for the Empire, but they also didn't fight against the Empire. You know what I mean? Like, they were kind of up here on these, like, side rebellion. They were just kind of chilling. They were just kind of chilling and, you know, kind of get along, go along. And so they don't really have a lot of love or hate for the Empire. I think it's I think it's very interesting the exploration of those living on Coruscant, and especially since Coruscant was the capital of both the Republic and the Empire, what their relationship is like to all of the political machinations going on. I think that's fascinating. We saw a little bit of that explored in Andor, especially with Mom Mothma's story. But yeah, really liked seeing it from this angle here. Also. The whole corrections and kind of reintegration thing they've got going on for Imperial soldiers, it's really, really fascinating. Because on the one hand, you know, they even make the comment like, hey, this isn't how the Empire would do it. I mean, yeah, they're they're here. They've got 
houses, they're eating, they can clearly walk about the city without any kind of problems or anything, but they do appear they still have to kind of wear a badge or something like that that kind of communicates that they used to be an Imperial. Also, it seems like the whole Imperial housing units, while I guess it's provided by Coruscant or by the Republic, it almost also kind of seems like they kind of have to stay there until things get a little, I don't know, they get really fully back into society and kind of recognized as such. The interrogation that the droid asks the doctor about his feelings towards the New Republic got a little, uh, let's just say concerning when it talks about people like members of the New Republic or like the the politicians or something like that, which was a little bit too far, right? Like you... You're like, ah, is that is that some imperial, like, do we have a little bit of hangover from, you know, some of the more, you know, controlling regime that came before? I don't know. There's there's something about this new republic. That it's not the old republic, and it's not quite ideal, is it? There's still something that's a little off about it, and I think that's a really interesting perspective to kind of look into. We saw this with Last season with a uh, uh, rebel lady that she was blanking on her name, but, you know, she went off to be a sheriff or something like that. Anyway, she was, uh, you know, chilling with the Republic. And then all of a sudden they had her going to like put down demonstrations. And it's like, well, I mean, I, I fought against people who put down demonstrations. So I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? I really like that they're exploring this from all different angles and uh, I hope they continue to do so. So when the doctor's pulling on his ear, you know, it's, it's very interesting. At first I thought that was like a tell, like we could tell when he was lying because he was pulling on his ear, but now it kind of seems like maybe something else is going on. And man, those devices where they wipe your memory and everything else is very, very, there's, there's a lot of very concerning things going on here. Obviously it's all a trap. They're trying to suss him out, figure out whether or not he actually is, you know, true to the Republic or if he's going to, you know, convert back to the, his Imperial ways. We see that he is kind of in this mindset of like, okay, I want to do good. If you think about medical research uh, in America or just in the in human history is fraught with some really disgusting and terrible things that are, I mean, to say problematic doesn't even scratch the surface, just awful things within our history that today we now have medications, we now have treatments, we now have kind of the, the way in which medicine has evolved. We didn't cast out what was learned from that. We It was used and it came at a disgusting and terrible cost. So by seeing kind of the way in which this doctor processes his research and development when he was working for the Empire and cloning and now realizing, no, I can help people, I can save lives. This is, this is, this is something that can be used. Maybe the Empire was using it for bad maybe what they wanted was terrible but this could actually be used i don't want to create humans to to remain in servitude i want to create organs that can replace organs so you can kind of see where his mindset is and we also to some extent see a little bit of a rebellion going on within him right but what's up with the ear is 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 somehow somebody talking to him i don't know we'll just have to see where this goes i'm really excited for it really love this episode love to hear what your thoughts are use the hashtag mandalorian tv talk or star wars tv talk on the twitters you can follow us twitter.com slash tv talk fm that's the place to do it that's gonna do it for me but don't worry i'll be back in a flash <laughs> <laughs>